The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN Store. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our hosts we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight uh, i'm doing good i got playoff hockey here kicking off in about half an hour so can't get can't get better than that uh yeah two good nights of hockey so far and hopefully that continues here as as the week and the series move along so i was up uh, fairly late last night talking with a couple buddies we were exchanging uh drunk stories and i figured yeah Maybe I'll share with the boys and the listeners on here. Um, one of my favorite ones. Uh, so um, I had this uh, two-month uh, soldier in this uh, adventure in Europe back in 2014, and um, got hammered basically every night. And uh, one of my favorite stories from the trip was uh, went to see a Bayern Munich game, got hammered there, great game. Saw the Bayern Munich bus and the boys uh, driving out. That that was cool. And then I got to meet this. Uh, online friend of mine is a russian american soldier who was stationed nearby and uh got hammered with him and then got a bottle of jaeger after the bar um oh man side note but uh it it was great smoking cigarettes in in the bar i mean uh europe is uh (laughs) it's not like that anymore but uh r.i.p to those days uh but yeah i got got the bottle of jaeger i was fucking wasted um apparently i was like dancing down the street um buddy dragged me into a taxi tried to get uh, back to my place i said he could you could stay at my uh, my hotel there and uh, but apparently i escaped like I, i'm not remembering this myself <laughs> this is just what i've been told by by buddy alex and uh i escaped him and uh the next thing i remember i woke up in a, a fucking german hospital ivs plugged <laughs> into my arms and it was like uh, a ghost town at like 6 a.m in the morning uh, i was uh I walked out of there. There was like nobody around. I felt like uh, the guy in 28 Days Later, like it was a fucking zombie <laughs> movie, <laughs> plugging the shit out, and there's, there's nobody around. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and then the next that that same day, I felt like fucking right as rain. Uh, the Germans know how to do it, know how to detox you, unlike here where they just throw you in with a bunch of junkies <laughs> and let you figure it out yourself. No, they they got the, they got the full cure for any hangover, any uh, alcohol detoxification, and. Uh, so yeah, I felt great. So I went to Dusseldorf the same day, got hammered again on Sambuca, and uh, woke up in the middle of a nowhere basically, and had to figure out my way home in some random German city. So yeah, oh, yeah. It, it was it was a wild trip there. So in the spirit of uh, Talon's trip to Portugal, I just thought I'd uh, I'd share that one. That's a fucking good one, man. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to do some digging and do some thinking to come up with some of my old ones because I got a lot, but I can't really remember them off the top of my head. So next show, Jolie, I'm gonna have one for you. Ryan, you <laughs> got any crazy it. junk stories? Uh, nothing like that. But I mean, our next show is gonna be Friday night, so I'm sure I can I can think of something. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing all right too. I'm still a little bit on the sick side of things, but we're battling through, boys. It's my Michael Jordan flu game here. Let's keep it. Let's get her going. 
Um, all right, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Yo, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Obviously, we got hockey playoffs. That's what we're doing. Well, of course, that's what we're doing. NBA playoffs is doing its thing. We got NASCAR. We got golf. We got F1. What's going on in the world of baseball, right? Anything crazy? What are they, 100 games into their 900-game season by now? Yeah, we're a few weeks in here. Team's starting to take shape. Yeah, big uh, Phillies win today. So, yeah, on the right track here. Hell yeah, that's good to know. That's always good. Baseball doing its thing. Soccer, there's always soccer going on. So yeah, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. You can check that all out at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be, man. Read the articles. A lot of effort goes into the articles. Guys are always absolutely killing it. And uh, listen to the other shows, yo. You know, show some support to our boy Jeff Fox and the MMA Gambling Podcast. Listen to Ryan's other show, Baseball Money is Fake, with uh, about fantasy baseball. Tons of good stuff going on in the network. Be sure to give them all a shout out and a good listen to. Uh, and speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to all my friends and pals in the Discord. It's playoffs, baby, and it's playoff season in the Discord. Everybody's popping off. Everybody's making money. <laughs> Lots of new faces in there, man, so that's always cool to see. The OGs are all there, too, so hell yeah, bro. Shout-out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord, just get your ass in it. Reach out to myself or Ryan or the uh, HTTP Twitter account. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, it's absolutely free, man, so get your ass in the Discord. Shout-out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, I kept saying how the Discord was kind of slowing down at the end of the regular season there, but what, night one of the playoffs, kick kick right back up. So make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, or as Talon said, reach out to us on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, follow us there at HockeySGPN. Intern put up a, a great, great clip from, from last night's show uh, this morning, so good to see that. And uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Turn on those auto-downloads and leave us a five-star rating and review. Yeah, I, I reached out to the intern uh, last night, actually, because I was curious. We know where he was in college. We're like, yo, what mm-hmm. program is he taking? Guy got back to me about 10 minutes before the show today. So do you know what he's taking in college? Gynecology no. school. <laughs> he's going to school to be a gynecologist, that fucking intern. yo. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's cool. That's, that is cool. I did not know that. I know. I know. It's a pretty bloody job, but someone's got to do it. Um, all right. We're going to jump into our lo- last Lock Dogs and Totals of the season from our previous show uh that we were all together before the season ended here we're not gonna go too crazy into it because fuck it was forever ago but we'll do a little quick run through and then we'll finish up our season tallies to let us know where we all stand there uh as far as last show goes though uh, i had a decent day i went two and one i was up 2.08 units ryan had a good day too he was two and one up 1.09 units jolie a little rough way to end the year but he killed it all things together in the season but he was one and two on the last episode down 2.38 units i'll kick us off here boys for my lock I had Vancouver Moneyline versus Anaheim minus 145. I think we don't got to go too crazy into this. Demko played. It was the second half of a back-to-back. Obviously, they beat the wheels off the Ducks. Uh, for my dog, I had Leafs in regulation, plus 170 against Tampa. Why the hell couldn't this have been last night? But uh, no, they played with broken parts and broken pieces, but still got it done. So that hit for me. And then my total, Colorado-Edmonton over 6.5. It missed. I don't know what the score was. It was forever ago. Yeah, this was, this was last Tuesday, so over a week ago. Uh, my lock was the Golden Knights against the Kraken, minus 155. They won 4-1. My dog was the Sabres, plus 170 against the Devils. Devils absolutely smoked them there. And then my total, Blue Jackets Flyers over 6.5, minus 125. <laughs> that one hit in a uh, 4-3 overtime game. My lock was the Lightning, figuring that the Leafs would rest, guys, which they did. And then uh, John Cooper doesn't believe in load management. Good for him. So the line went up to, like, minus 240, something like that. So minus 120 was was a great bet, but uh, it doesn't matter. They they went 0 for 8 on the fucking power play. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good good showing there, but they made up for it in the playoffs, at least so far in game one. And dogs, telling us wrong. The Canucks did not absolutely uh, dominate that <laughs> one because I had the minus one and a half, and it was a 3-2 win, if I remember correctly. 
I just couldn't get the empty netter. Um, and my total is the Devils team total over three and a half. I think they played the Sabres, but I could be wrong. Who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that was my dog. Buffalo at, at New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Shocker, <Class. you> know. <laughs> All right. We're going to move into our full-time season, our full season tally for Lock Dogs and totals here. The winner was Ryan. Obviously, Ryan ran away at an absolute landslide. He was 71 and 56 on the year. He was up 16.37 units. Uh, he was 28 and 15 on his locks, uh, up 11.5 units. 16 and 27 on his dogs, down 5.15 units. But 27 and 14 on his totals, up 10.02 units. Like I said, for a total of up 16.37 units. Out of boy, Ryan. You can touch on this after once we go through them all. Uh, Jolie was in second place here. He was 68 and 59 as his final tally, up 8.19 units on the year. Uh, 24 and 19 on his uh, locks, down 1.21 units. Uh, 20 and 23 on his dogs, up six units, so killed it on that. And then 24 and 17 on his totals, up 3.4 units. Like I said, for a total of 8.19 units. Out of boy, Jolie. Uh, myself, boys, we got back in the green. 66 and 61 uh, on the season, up 1.83 units. Still counts as being green, baby. Uh, 23 and 20 on my locks, down 3.13 units. Uh, for my dogs, 20 and 23, up 3.85 units. On my totals, 23 and 18, up 1.18 units. Like I said, for a total of 1.83 units. Now, more importantly, the most important part about this whole goddamn thing, collectively, as a show, for our locks, 25 and 54, up 7.18 units. Thank you, Ryan. You were dragging us along on that 75 one. 75 and 54. Uh, 75 and 54. I don't know what I said. Uh, for my dog, or for our dogs, 56 and 73 on the year. A little rough, a little rough on the dogs, but still up 0.417 units. And then for our totals, absolutely killed it here. 74 and 49 on the, uh, on the actual... Uh, with everything total, up 14.53 units. So we killed it on our dogs collectively as a show. But boys, this is the biggest thing here. For our total, our total combined on our locked dogs and totals with everything, 205 and 176, up 26.39 fucking units. That's absolutely huge. So if you just tailed all of our locked dogs and totals alone all year long, you would have been up 26.39 units. Hell of an improvement from last year. Gentlemen, any final thoughts on this here? Yeah, I was just happy to end up in the green because uh, last season I was definitely in the red pretty far down there. But uh, I kind of found found my own there with the totals. I mean, I, 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 just overall, my bets, I was great on totals this season. My locks, I, I didn't get in my head too much. Got in my head a lot last year trying to trying to get back in the green. Just kind of went with the safe play, went with, went with the, the lock. And that, that's what I did. And fortunately, couldn't get it going on, on the dogs. But as you said, most important is all, locked dog total overall were up in overall everything we're up so that, that, that's the most important thing yeah there's a, a lesson here especially in terms of ryan's um big swing from um you know uh, it was minus 30 minus 40 whatever it was last year and then all of a sudden he's the leader this year it, because he had a lot of bad luck last year and that stuff tends to even out over time and uh certainly he bounced back here with the positive regression you could see that too in terms of the lock. I mean, we have two units on the lock and only one unit on the other ones. So uh, that, that that's a big factor because um, when you're when you're laying twice as much on on one bet, uh, that that's a huge swing. And so when he was losing his locks last year, and uh, he was doing okay-ish <laughs> relative to the locks last year, but uh, this year he he made the most profit on the lock because um, yeah, he got a bit more breaks this year, but uh, he he was absolutely unlucky last year. Like uh, there's no way that he he should have been minus. 
40, whatever it was. Um, but uh, obviously that stuff bounces out over time. So just another thing to keep in mind, uh, um, you know, it, it's uh, a lot of bettors uh, lose lose confidence. If let, let's say they start betting and they they lose like eight of their first nine bets, a good chance they're just going to give up entirely. But uh, other people might go eight and one on their first nine bets. And then they all think, oh, I'm a fucking God. I can do this forever. And uh, that'll that'll basically de- define their future, whether they want to keep betting or not. And uh so that, that that's just something to keep in mind when thinking about this stuff, because uh, there's, you know, it basically comes down to 50% skill, 50% luck in hockey. And uh, when you're not getting the luck, you're you're not going to be winning. Uh, but the luck does tend to even out over time. So uh, yeah, there, there's a regression uh, is a thing, and uh, we're proving that here with with uh, especially in terms of Ryan's uh, record over the past couple of years. So um, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that uh, regression keeps going next year as well. Yeah, to that point, I mean, th- there were points definitely last season, but also this season where I was like, you know what, I I would consider stop betting, but like I, I have this show, like I've made made like a, a job out of it. It's so like it's, I, I enjoy doing this, and it, it keeps me going, and it, it finally uh, paid off for me. We always say, what happens when you fall off the horse? You get back on the horse, baby. You know, you, if, if you're in it, you're in it for the long run. Let's fucking do it here. No quitting. We don't quit. That's bullshit. Um, but like I said, awesome that we're up 26.39 units. We'll make sure that we remember this for next year so we know exactly where we stand. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, tweet, I'll tweet out this little chart we have here on, on our show sheet so everyone can, can see it. Beauty, man. Beauty. That, that'll be good. Give them a nice little visual, too, and we'll all remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. One thing we're going to quickly touch on here before we jump into ads. This is breaking news at the time of recording. It's about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. NHL just assessed a three-game suspension of Michael Bunting for his hit. I believe it was on Cernak in the Leafs-Tampa game last night. Um, yeah, I don't. we, we kind of talked on this a little bit in the show yesterday. I don't think this is anything too surprising. We all knew they were going to throw the book on him, and you know they're not really the officiating, and the league isn't really too fond of one Michael Bunting here. So I don't think this is too surprising. It sucks. It sucks. I was hoping it would just be like at least two, but... I don't know. I guess you can't really complain about it, no? I mean, it's just there's no consistency whatsoever with the Department of Player Safety. I think Chernak is out at least for game two, potentially out for um, however many after that. I, I would have seen one game. I mean, he got, a, he got a major, what, in the second period, so he missed half a game already. One, two games I think would have been would have been decent, but now he's going to miss games two, three, and four. I mean, th- three huge games for for this series for them. And yeah, he, he someone else is going to have to step up. He, he was what top, he plays top line with uh, Austin Matthews there. So maybe, you know, but Jan, Jan Croak, that's Jan, Jan Croak has been, has been impressive when I have watched Leafs games. So yeah, it's just inconsistency from the department of player safety, but yeah, it, it was away from the puck. Went, went to the head. You can't say it's too much for three games. I mean, it, it kind of is too much, but it's, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's three games for bunting. doesn't have a good reputation. So that, that's what it is. One thing worth noting, too, this is a technically a first-time offender. Like, he hasn't been suspended before. But they did the same thing to Jason Spezza last year and suspended him, like, two games, and he played a 1,000 games and never got suspended. So, I don't, I don't, like you said, I don't know where the line is anymore. Yeah, Tom brought it up. Uh, first-time offender, you could say. Uh, but three games. I mean, uh, the, the typical logic is that one playoff game is equivalent to three regular season games. So, it's really like a nine-game suspension yeah, that's for that, which point. is – which is extreme to me, but uh, this just goes to show how much everyone hates uh, Michael Cunting. Uh, this guy <laughs> is uh, pissing refs off everywhere with his stupid diving and always complaining to the refs. Um, but I don't think it's a huge deal to leave. He, he's not he's not exactly playing great. 
Um, he like ever since they he stopped drawing penalties and started committing penalties, he's become like almost like a net negative for the Leafs. So it's not a huge deal for the Leafs. The the Lightning injuries are certainly a much bigger concern. But at yeah. least they didn't. Sorry, just at least they didn't go like full cadre on him like they did a few years ago with the Leafs, where they just said you're suspended for the rest of the series. Like, what does that even make sense? It doesn't matter how long the series is until the series is over, you're done. Like, at least it didn't pull something fucking stupid like that. Uh, I forget what I was going to say, but just you're like, hoping yeah. it's not the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, well, be. yeah, you're right. It could be, but <laughs> yeah, the Leafs just I, I forgot about the Spezza thing last year. I obviously remember the, the Kadri thing with Spezza. With, with, yeah, it, it just seems every year there's there's a Leaf that uh just shoots himself in the foot. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we just got that out there. So now, you know, all right. Uh, we are brought to you by underdog fantasy, the NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays and over at underdog fantasy besides daily NHL, NBA and MLB games. They've also got, already got NFL best ball drafts, with the guaranteed half million in prizes head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right, boys. Do we want to do we want to touch on the last two night games from last night and then go into the games tomorrow, or do you want to do the games tomorrow and then go into last night's games? I completely forgot about that. I mean, we probably should go over <laughs> last night's games. <laughs> now I, I know Joel has not forgotten. Yes, yes. Joel, Joel take away with your abs. Take it away. Joel. Did he, did he go take a piss during the ad break again? He probably went and took a piss during the ad break. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll do that after then. Because we, we, right. some of our, spoiler alert, bring back the uh, Puck Buck Challenge. And some of us have a... Uh, Hell yeah. HGP there, so. Puck Buck Challenge. Okay, we're going to jump into the fucking games then. We got four games set for uh, Thursday, April 20th. It's 420 there for everybody that smokes a bunch of dope all the time. So there you go. You can smoke a bunch of dope, watch some hockey. <laughs> um, Ryan, you ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh yeah! Thought I was gonna hear a little bong bubble in there or something. Uh, all right, not not game. not for another uh, twenty Maybe minutes tomorrow. When his delivery <laughs> oh, arrives. Oh. oh yeah, exactly. Look who's back. Uh, first game on the docket. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto here. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus one forty. Toronto on the money line at minus one sixty five. The over under at six. Over paying off minus one twenty. The under sitting at plus one hundred here. Uh, Tampa does lead the series one nothing. Obviously, tough goal in the first game here. Uh, it's got to be fucking do or die for the Leafs in this game, man. I know that we hate saying that, but it has to be. You have to show up. You have to have a better effort. But just because you have to doesn't mean it's gonna. But uh, I got to go with my team. I got to take the Leafs minus one sixty five. I'm sorry here. Uh, as far as over under goes, I got a feeling we're gonna see some goals, man. So I'm gonna take the over six and minus one twenty in this one. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this is pretty much do or die for the Leafs here. I mean, they, they won game one last year, and then, then I think they, they – I'm assuming they lost game two because I don't, I don't think they went up. Yeah, they lost game two, yeah. five, three. I think we'll see a similar thing here with the Leafs bouncing back. But I do think it'll be, it'll be an under game here, under six at even money. Um, seven, three, a bunch of power play goals. There are six power play goals combined out of their 10, 10 goals. So I think maybe you see a, a more disciplined Leafs team, even though you could see some physicality out based off the, the bunting hit and also the McCabe hit we didn't really talk about. But yeah, I think the under here, Vasilevsky is going to be Vasilevsky, and the Leafs are going to come into this game laser-focused and get the job done. So I'm, the, I'm on the Leafs here, minus 165, as well as the under six at plus 100. Yeah, we'll see what the Leafs are made of, uh, what kind of metal they have in terms of bouncing back. Um, talking about the Leafs yesterday, 
Uh, I was doing some thinking on it. I'm thinking that the Leafs are uh, they're they're supposed to be built in the same mold as as the Avalanche. I think with the uh, the speed and skill. I mean, the, the speed is not quite a, to the same extent as the Avs, but uh, in terms of uh, winning games through skill and and the power play and all that, uh, it's the same kind of team. Um, but the, in terms of their core and how clutch they are and how much they mental fortitude they have, uh, they they right now haven't proven that they have the same kind of commitment as the Avs uh, top guys. Like McKinnon is an absolute bull and, and he wants to win every fucking game to the extent that he'll only eat fucking uh, kale and uh, yeah. juice Not smoothies all the time. Not Kale McCart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Kale McCart is uh, the same kind of mindset, just an absolute competitor. But we're not seeing that at least core. I mean, you, you can you can beef up the bottom six and the defense all you like, but if, if the top guys aren't going to uh, pull through, uh, it's not going to be a winning formula. So that that's going to be a, a huge question mark uh, for the rest of the series. And I do think that we'll see a better effort from the Leafs in this one, especially considering the the lighting injuries and whatnot with them. Uh, Headman being a, a game time decision, Cernak out. Uh, Tanner Janot might be back ahead of schedule, but he might be back. I wouldn't expect so. I think that he would likely uh, play in Tampa, but he might be back. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, the, the Lightning... Um, they they've proven um, that that they have the, the the hustle, the energy, and whatever to to win those puck battles and whatever. Whereas the Leafs, they have to resort to like these dirty cheap plays, uh, which cost them because the Lightning power play is legit. <laughs> Unfortunately for my last lock there, uh, not not in that game. We're going 0 for 8, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely great in, uh, when it mattered there with with Corey Perry showing up in particular. Uh, brain point to what a fucking stud I got him most goal or over Matthews and goals. So two nothing so far, looking good there. Uh, but for the game here, give me the Leafs, minus 165. You can find better prices elsewhere, no doubt. Uh, also like uh, the under six with Ryan. Uh, Samsonov is excellent after a loss this year. Uh, I think 12-1-2 and two, uh, in the regular season. So I, I like him to bounce back, even though he's only won one playoff game in, yeah, in nine like or ten. Yeah, he's like 1-8 or 1-9 or something. 1-9 now, I think. Not yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that's nothing. And maybe there's rumors that he might be a little injured. Who knows? But uh, – I think that he, he'll be okay in this one. So give me the Leafs. Give me the under. I think that they can uh, muster up enough energy to, to beat a, a damaged Lightning team. I, I had right, a thought we... here, and I did a quick Twitter search. It looks like one Don Cherry had a similar thought to me. He said, are you telling me the Leafs couldn't have used Wayne Simmons in the third period last night? Make some guys keep their <laughs> head up. I think I think Simmer gets in there for uh, bunting and uh, goes off. Matthew, Matthew Nye is my uh, player. Yeah, Matthew Nye is my player. No, get, get, get Simmer in there to go off against uh, Maroon <laughs> or Perry. Yeah. Are you doing playing the desk piano when you're saying that? Um, <laughs> all right, we don't got to get into this too heavy, but what did you think about the Jake McCabe hit? I mean, I, I think the slash that was called right afterwards was a makeup call for it, and that's all I think it should have been. I don't think it should have been much more than that. It probably should have been called as a penalty. That's why they called the slash, and then that kind of set everything off. Yeah, I don't think – like. I don't think it should have been a penalty, bro. Like, I, obviously a little bit biased, of course, but like, if you can't step into a guy that's crossing the crossing the blue line with his head down, like, what are you supposed to do? Just let him go? Like, you just say if you're just going to skate with the puck, I'm not allowed to do anything about it. Like, yeah, it was a little mm-hmm. high, but I mean, he's got like four inches on the dude. What are you going to do, right? Like, yeah, you just I, let him I, get past you. I just rewatched it right here. It looks like he he lifts his elbow up a little bit towards the end, but mostly it's it's a good playoff hit, I think. It looks like yeah. the principal point was like to the neck chest area. And that's just one case of a guy being bigger than another guy. Man. Yeah. Keep your yeah. fucking head up if you're going to skate over the blue line. Mm-hmm. So they teach you day one, right? 
I'm fine with it too. One more point. Another reason why I like the under is uh, how many penalties are called in the first game. A lot of ticky tack stuff. I think that the the teams will recognize that and play a little tighter. Not quite as uh, loosey goosey, undisciplined stuff. Uh, so I think that we'll see fewer power plays in this one with uh, some better goaltending too from both sides. Maybe Vasilevsky was, you know, he was good, but uh, you know, he wasn't vasy good. True, true. All right, enough about that. Let's move down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. Uh, pretty good series. We have the New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, game itself, of course, is in New Jersey. Rangers lead the series 1-0. Uh, Rangers on the money line sitting at plus 110. New Jersey on the money line at minus 130. The over-under is at 5.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, Rangers looked good the other night, man. They came out singing. They came out early, too. Uh, a couple of nice uh, openers by Tarasenko. I think Kreider had one or two as well there. Uh, New Jersey was doing New Jersey things. Um, they were a fast team, man. Give the Devils credit to that. I think that was going to be my biggest concern is can the Rangers keep up with the Devils? Well, they showed that, you know, they can just play a strong, smart defensive style of game and then just play with a lot of offense. So you don't really have to. I like the Rangers in this series. I think they're going to go to uh, go up to nothing here man so i'll take the rangers plus 110 in this game uh, as far as over under goes five and a half i'll take the over man let's see things open up a little bit here yeah i could see that over happening over five and a half minus 115 i think the devils definitely do score a few goals here i think they, they have to win this game so I, i'm on them here minus 130 i think this will be a back and forth zigzag type of series that goes at least six or seven games between these Two rivals. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with the, the over here, but my, my only bet is on the Devils, minus 130, or just take the Devils to, to win the series, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I like the Devils as well. They were the better team in game one. They just didn't have the better goalie, which is obviously a huge deal, especially in the playoffs. Um, they had the, uh, yeah, they had 12 to 10 in terms of high danger chances for, but uh, in terms of Corsi for 65%. Uh, so, yeah, the Devils got a little taste of playoff experience with the young guys coming in there in their first playoff game. And I, I think that they can learn a lot from that, even in that uh, just, just the 60 minutes there. And uh, I do think that they can put a couple pass uh, Shesterkin this time, at least more than one, hopefully, and uh, win this game. Whereas the Rangers really only, like, they're, they're, it's like the same as last year. They, they're great in the power play and they got great goaltending. But I don't think that that's exactly... Uh, a winning formula if you can't uh, win the five and five stuff consistently. So, uh, yeah, I could see this series going seven games, but um, for this one with, with the Devils coming off the loss, give me the Devils here. All right, here heading down to the 9.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Seattle's up in the series, one nothing here. Seattle on the money line, sitting at plus 175. Colorado on the money line, minus 205. Uh, Avalanche on the puck line at plus 130. The over-under is at six. Overpaid off plus 100. The under, minus 120. Mr. Meyer, what do you got here in game two? Yeah, worst fears were realized last night. Uh, I was originally concerned with the fact that the Avalanche do not have the depth that they did last year, whereas the Kraken, uh, that's all they are is depth. They're the, the poor man, the poor man's hurricanes in terms of uh, rolling up four lines and playing uh, systemically structured. And um, yeah, it, it, it bore fruit for them last game, but uh, they were also a bit lucky. I mean, McKinnon had so many chances that were like a whisker away. He, he had like two or three posts and uh, just, just like these narrow misses. And, uh, yeah, the Avs did not get the bounces uh, in the first game. Um, I would be heavy on the Avs here, except the fact that the, the Kraken do have that depth advantage. I mean, the Avalanche only really dominated when the first line was on the ice, because if you have McKinnon, Randon, and uh, Nitrushkin 
on there at the same time and the car, of course, uh, then you're going to win most of the time. But uh, it's a tw- there's 12 forwards on the ice and uh, everyone has to get their minutes. So when those guys are not in the ice, uh, the Kraken are, are the better team. So that's that's the problem here, the concern for the Avs. So uh, I lean to the Avs to bounce back here. McKinnon, I think uh, if you want to play a prop, you could play his point total because he's absolutely fired up. He was absolutely frustrated at the end of that game with, with all the, uh, the near chances that he couldn't bury. And uh, I do think that he'll get a couple points in this one. But, uh, yeah, maybe maybe do the puck line small bet plus 130 or regulation minus 135-ish or whatever it is at. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Grubar also, like, uh, he was standing on his head. I don't expect mm-hmm. him to do that all series long. So we could see some regression there, which scares me away from the under. But uh, I still lean that way with, with Georgiev uh, not having the best game either. So uh, I, I like both... Um, I don't really like anything in this game, but uh, if I had to pay anything, <laughs> give me the abs and regulation and uh, a little little taste on the McKinnon points. Yeah, I like that McKinnon look. Uh, I am on the under six minus 120. I mean, you said Gorgiev was pretty good for them and Grubauer was as well. I think you see a similar game. Probably the score going the other way, though. Avs win 3-1, 4-2, something in that range. Uh, yeah, they, they have to win this. Like if if they go down 2-0, I mean they can definitely go into Seattle and, and win a few games, but you don't want to do that as the reigning champs and give the Kraken the Kraken just have no pressure at all. They're coming into the playoffs first time playing the reigning champs. They have the depth. They're just rolling their lines and, and having fun playing hockey. Avs have to have to get a win here at home to prove prove that they're still the team that they are, and I think they will. So I'm not going to bet the Avs. If I did, I'd probably take the puck line plus 130 just to get those plus odds. But I did bet the under six at minus 120. Yeah, I'm kind of with both you guys here, man. Like, I think Seattle caught Colorado sleeping a little bit. Jolie touched on They do have good depth in Seattle, so give them credit for that here. But I, I think it's pretty safe to say that Colorado, when they want to be, they can easily be the better team in the series here. Uh, their big dogs can step it up a little bit. I like that Nathan McKinnon play Joel touched on as well. Uh, but, yeah, for that reason, I like Colorado in regulation, probably sitting around like minus 135-ish around there. Um, and then I like the under 6-2 at this one, minus 120, man. Like, if Grubauer just I, I, does he think it's like 2018 and he's back in Washington or what's going on here, man? The guy was a fucking stud last night. I think he had like 34 saves or something. Uh, but yeah, let's go with the under here. And I like Colorado to bounce back in this series, man. All right, moving on to the 10 p.m. time slot. Last game in the docket here. Uh, we have the Winnipeg Jets against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Winnipeg is up in the series here, 1-0. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line sitting at plus 130. Vegas on the money line at minus 150. The over-under is at 5.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Rye guy, close us off here, everybody. What do you think? Yeah, Winnipeg was good. I have them to win this series, I think, at plus 130, plus 140. So, this game, I have no bets on it because I have that riding, but I think I'd probably just take underdog Jets here again, plus 130. Uh, Vegas wasn't too impressive. Bersois was impressive at times, but Winnipeg pulled away there with some empty netters late to make it 5-1 and get the over there for, for some underbetters. Definitely uh, cursed that one. But yeah, I think I think Winnipeg here is definitely underrated, undervalued. I might even look at, a, depending how tomorrow's game for the Kraken goes, especially if the Kraken win that one, I may look at a, a Jets to win the West. Right, right now they're 9-1. to one. Mm-hmm. I think if they get past the Knights, they can easily beat the Kraken. I mean, they were, the, they were the top team in the division, top team in the West for quite some time there during the season. So I think Ehlers didn't play last night, so, though, so keep an eye on that. But Kyle Connor's great. Uh, Perfetti could be back in a few weeks. So I like the Jets here in this game and in the series. 
I do like the Jets for the series. Uh, so sitting at only minus 140, I like that with them being up one game to none away from home. So they'll have uh, three home games, of course. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a little cheap for them, especially considering how dominant they were in game one, owning uh, 50, 55% of the course before and all that good stuff, 10 to 5. There's a high danger chances. And, yeah, then the Knights, uh, we've been saying it for a while now. They've been fraudulent the past six weeks. Lucky to win the fucking division. Unfortunate for us, Oilers betters. But um, at the end of the day, they're getting exposed here, and they did absolutely in this uh, first game. Um, they were lucky not to be down after the first period of the Jets came up firing away. And uh, the, the Knights, um, even with Mark Stone back, were, were uh, far the inferior team. And, uh, of course, I'm not going to back... Uh, um, the Jets again here. I'd rather just take them for the series. So plus 130 is okay if if uh, if you want to do it, but I'm not doing it myself. I'd rather just just take the series price with them going home after this one. So if they lose this one, uh, they, they get that the bounce back game too at home. Um, so yeah, I like the Jets for the series, and I also like the under five and a half at minus 105. Uh, the game was lucky to go over in that one with uh, the Jets scoring a last minute power play goal, and I think that the Knights will play a more defensive game with uh, their suspect goaltending going on. And um, the Jets, uh, Hallibuck, of course, he's one of the best goalies in the league, and uh, he played like it, um, limiting them to just the one goal and playing uh, more like himself. Unlike the, uh, you know, he had a few bad games towards the end of the year, but uh, he showed why he's one of the best in, in game one. I expect that to continue. So I like the under five and a half, as well as the, uh, the Jets for the series. Yeah, so when I picked this game for the series for my bracket, I went with uh, I went with Vegas, and then I forgot and just know the other night that I had Winnipeg in the Calcutta. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to this series, man. Um, Jets look good, bro. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to see it coming here. Uh, it was pretty close. I think it was nothing, nothing after the first period. Then the floodgates started to open here. It's funny. I had a coach used to say that. They come in numbers, boys. So just get one and they'll all start coming. That was definitely the case in this game. Um, yeah, so Larry Brassois, he played well. No 26 saves. He looked a little shaky to start the second. That's our boy. We hate to see it. Um, but yeah, Hellebuck looked okay, man. He wasn't tested too much. I think he only had like 17 shots against. Winnipeg was solid defensively, man. They kept it pretty much most of the things to the outside. Uh, not too many high danger chances here for uh, for the Knights. But um, yeah, basically after what we just saw last night, it's or it's hard or two nights ago rather. It's hard. I guess it would have been last night. My bad. It's hard not to go back to win the well with Winnipeg, man. So if you're gonna give me them a plus money, a plus 130 here in game two, shit, I'll take it. Uh, as far as over under goes here, five and a half. I kind of lean towards the under in this one, man. You got to hope that Vegas kind of comes back and tries to tighten it up a little bit. Keep in mind that score was 6-1, was with an empty netter, and I think there was like a power play goal with 19 seconds left that was like a nothing play. So technically it was only really like a 3-1 game in this one. Um, so I think the under 5.5 uh, and minus 105 as well as Jets' money line would probably be my play. Yeah, just for the record, I probably also would lean to the under here. I think Hellebuck's going to definitely keep the Jets in this game and keep the Knights off the board. Hell yeah. All right. We didn't really touch about the games uh, from last night too much. I don't know. Julie, do you got anything you wanted to add with your with your avalanche or what? Not really. I mean, I said it all in the uh, game two breakdown. Um, yeah, I don't have much to add there. I mean, I uh, just need the depth to step through because uh, it's going to be a hard contest going against uh, Kraken, who are much like the, the Hurricanes in terms of rolling up all four lines. But uh, I already said all this shit, so yep. no. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll quickly. I'll just do like a repeat of. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll just copy and paste to the editing. Just fuck you. Yeah. Um. 
No, we'll, uh, we'll quickly just run through the... Oh, do you have something, Ryan? Sorry. I was just going to go to ads. I don't know if you have anything else to, to go through. I'm just going to quickly run through the series odds that we got. That we oh, yes, please do. So, yeah. uh, Tampa Bay, minus 140. Toronto, a plus 120 for the series here. Um, Where is the... Rangers, minus 190. Devils, plus 160 for that series. Uh, Colorado, minus 135. And Kraken, plus 115. And then you can get the Jets at minus 140 or the Knights at plus 120. All right, and we are brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. In honor of the NBA playoffs, from now until the end of April, get 10% off everything in the SGPN Merch Store when you use the promo code SGPNBA. So head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything, including all the great hockey gambling podcasts, hats, shirts, hoodies. They've got sweatpants too, Talon has. So make sure you check out the SGPN yeah. Merch Store for all of that. Wearing those sweatpants right now, baby. The comfy as hell. Um, all right. We do a lot of dumb shit on this show. <laughs> we got a lot of dumb segments. We got a lot of dumb little competitions. But this one doesn't fall into that category. This one, as well as with the naming of this, has to be arguably the greatest thing that we do on this show. It is time for the 2022-2023 Hockey Gambling Podcast Puck Fuck Challenge. That's right, baby. We're bringing back the HGPPC. Hell yeah. Playoff Puck Fuck Challenge. What we do, we do an ongoing total of bets. We all have a thousand puck bucks, not dollars, not euros, not yen, not whatever crazy currency fucking Joel's relatives use. <laughs> we use puck bucks, all right? So we each got a thousand puck bucks throughout the playoffs. Whenever we record shows together, we put bets down on games now this can be anything these can be team futures these can be player award futures these can be game totals over unders just random game money lines regulations as long as it's taking place in the playoffs we record it you can't go over your thousand dollar limit unless you make that money back and then at the end of the playoffs we do a running tally and see who wins uh we did it last year it was a lot of fun i just love saying puck bucks we know joel loves saying puck bucks he's gonna have to say it for every puck buck bet he makes uh and ryan's all bored too so we're gonna kick it off i think joel you won last year didn't you of course of course he did, of course he did. All i right. forgot i forgot about joel's hatred of saying puck bucks we're bringing it back that's the best part about the segment. Jolie, you're starting first here, buddy. What are your first puck bucks as of April 19th? I like how puck you think my bets. relatives uh, use anything other than euros. Uh, I don't fucking know. Uh, Deutschmarks. Uh, they, they, yeah. they were expired a long time ago, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get this over with here. Give me the least money line, minus 165, 25 puck bucks. Yeah. Pass to cons my plus 600, 25 puck bucks. Uh, yeah, he scored and was uh, the best player on the Bruins in the first game. And, uh, yeah, if the Bruins are uh, favored to win the Cup, he's probably going to win the Conn Smythe at this point. I mean, Linus Allmark, though, he played awesome, too, in game one. So that that's a bit of a threat. Might add a little bit of him at some point. But for now, give me a pass. The Lightning Leafs under six. 20 puck bucks. Already been over that. Jets series, once again, minus 140. 50 puck bucks. I'm pretty Ooh. confident in the... Winnipeg, one of these Canadian teams got to show up, right? And uh, they were the only ones to do so, so far. And uh, I was just talking about the Bruins, Bruins Eastern Conference, plus 175, 30 buck bucks. I mean, that that's uh, obviously a, a very short price, considering uh, just uh, one game in, 1-0. But uh, considering the fact that the Lightning and Leafs is likely going to go six, seven games, they're going to be in for a war with uh, each other so uh, i think that they all destroy each other and then the bruins can uh, have a clear advantage there especially if they dispatch of the panthers in uh, 
four or five games. Huge rest advantage there, especially if they get over uh, COVID-23 or whatever the fuck they're getting over. And finally, Jets, Knights, under five and a half, in over this one as well. Minus 105, 25, bunch marks. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next here. I have the Devils to win the series at plus 160 for 50 bucks bucks, and the Leafs to win that series at plus 120 for 50 buck bucks. I think at least one of these teams can come back and win their series. I think it should both should be long series. Both are the, the better team, but we'll see if that shows up in the playoffs. Also have David Pasternak win the Consmouth plus 600 at 25 puck bucks. If the Bruins win the Cup, which they're favored to do at plus 250, uh, he should probably win Consmouth there. Also have Connor McDavid win the Consmouth at plus 1200 for 25 puck bucks. He's the obvious choice if the Oilers get there if they can uh, overcome that uh, game one deficit. And then for I also have the Colorado Avalanche to win the series at minus 135 for 50 puck bucks. I think they're like I said, with other teams, much better teams, still favored after losing game one. Then for Thursday's games, I have the Leafs uh, Lightning under six, plus 100 for 25 puck bucks. I think we see a more more playoff-like atmosphere with a, with a 3-1, 3-2 type of game. All right, here for myself, I have a, I got Pasternak for the Conn Smythe, plus 600, a 50 puck bucks here. Menage Ah, we're all in. I guess we. You know, you're the best player on the best team in the world. So if you win it, you deserve it. Uh, so 50 puck bucks on that one. I got Colorado to win the series minus 135. 100 puck bucks. I see them coming back and getting this done here. Uh, Toronto on the series plus 120. 50 puck bucks down on that one. Um, I got Hellebuck for the Con Smythe, the plus 3,500, uh, 25 puck bucks on that one. If he draws that Winnipeg team uh, kicking and screaming into the finals and they get it done, I think he'll deserve it. Uh, I got Rangers on the money line, plus 110 for game two, 50 puck bucks. Uh, I see them trying to kind of grasp and get a stranglehold on this series here, so they should be coming out strong tomorrow. Uh, and then finally, Colorado to win the Western Conference, uh, plus 330, 50 puck bucks. I know they, they came out a little sloppy, but I do like this Colorado team out here in the West then. You know what? You know what? Let's let's uh, make another menage a trois. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna pull Ryan here and uh, copy one of his bets for once. Uh, oh, <laughs> give me that Colorado series, same price, one minus 135, 50 puck bucks. So uh, another <laughs> one there. We're all on the abs here. I think that they are just uh, the much better team, and they can uh, pull through. And uh, Drew Barrett, you know, he's not gonna do that same <laughs> thing in game one for <laughs> six, on. seven games. So. Yeah, the Avalanche, they got to get the power play going and they got to break through that uh, cracking, annoying depth in their, their defensive structure. But I think they can do it. Oh, yeah, man. It's a good play. Um, all right, boys, that pretty much wraps it up. Anything else or are we good? Uh, we're good. Let's go watch some hockey. Hell yeah, just in time for the puck job. Let's fucking go. Uh, all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. It's NHL playoff season, baby. It's the best time of the year. It's been a wild ride already, and it's only going to get better. Uh, NBA playoffs are doing its thing, too. I'm sure there's some crazy stuff. I saw somebody got stepped on or something, and it's the end of the world. So I guess that's, that's crazy. Draymond, Draymond Green. Uh, there, yeah, there you go. Of course. Uh, also, shout out that motherfucker that got 75 stitches for the Jets last night. Hell yeah, back. Morgan Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty big dick swinging move. If, if, if that was an NBA player, it'd be done for the rest of hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? NASCAR is doing its thing. F one is doing its thing. There's a golf tournament. I think it's Paris coming up. Or doubles this week, and I haven't really looked. Um, but yeah, there's tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Baseball, of course, is doing its thing. Check out Ryan's uh, other baseball podcast. Baseball money is fake. Uh, tons of good stuff, man. You can find all that at the network uh, website. 
read the articles, Drew. I can't stress enough. There's so much time and heart that goes into those articles, so be sure to get that done. Uh, and then shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. It's playoff season. Discord's popping off, so as long as everybody's having a good time, you know, everybody's winning money, everybody's making good bets, everyone's having a blast, yo. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in it, just figure it out and get your ass in it or reach out to Ryan or I or the HTP Twitter. We'll be sure to help you point you in the right direction, man. Get your ass in the Discord, bro. It's a lot of fun. It's the place to be. Uh, hell yeah, man. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, that uh, HTP Twitter account is at HockeySGPN. Hopefully we're going to make some, uh, at least some Calcutta graphics there to post up there to see what, what teams we have. Um, and yeah, make sure you are subscribed and following and rate and review the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed and turn on those auto-downloads with the... Uh, episodes in your feed as soon as they are published all right everybody my name is talon jenkins you can find me at twitter at talon underscore jenkins 94 apparently you also find me hating new york ranger fans i didn't know that was a thing but apparently it is <laughs> I they're, they're leafs of the states right they're the i don't know i always like the Rangers. i don't know why they hate us so much man i know I, I get it if you're a canadian team or boston or something but i don't know whatever i think just everyone hates the leafs i think God, everyone hates leafs fans come playoff time just too uh, yeah, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. If I'm recommending over three and a half receivers in the first round for the NFL draft, uh, it's a very weak draft class this year for the wideout position, but uh, I still think we see exactly four with uh, likely Jackson Smith and Jigba, Isaiah Flowers, Quentin Johnston and uh, Jordan Addison could be a surprise in there as well. We might even get five. I wouldn't count on it, but uh, four is like a number. You can find that around my S120. Um, so that that's what I would uh, recommend at this point. Bank it, baby. Let's do it. Peace. Peace.